Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. Amen and amen and amen. I want to thank God that you are here. Today we continue our message for the month of this another theme, the fear of God. The fear of God. Say the fear of God. This month we are looking at the fear of God. Amen. So God has not given the spirit of cowardice, but of power, love, and sound mind. Now, in fact, one of the books that I'm writing this year, the title is Don't Be a Coward. And that's one of the titles I'm writing. God has not given us a spirit to be a coward. Who is a coward? A coward is someone who hesitates. A coward is someone who is always afraid to do something. A coward is someone who always have an excuse for something that he ought to do. A coward is someone who is always double-minded. When he takes a decision, doesn't stick by it, is always having a double-minded. A coward is always showing an element of fear. Now, God has not given us the spirit of cowardice to be afraid of the devil. But has given us power over the devil, has given us love in his ways, and has given us a peace of mind. In fact, the another translation for sound mind is self-control in that in that context. So we don't have the spirit to be afraid of the devil. So why then do people behave in a manner that suggests that they are afraid of the devil? And you'll be thinking, ah, man of God, what does it show that I'm afraid of the devil? I will show what it means to be afraid of the devil. Go to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter number 5. We all know this verse very fam- we are very familiar with this verse. Galatians chapter number five from verse sixteen. It says, I say then walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And he went on to say that for the flesh lasts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. So that you don't do the things that you wish. And if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. And then he went on to list all the works of the flesh. Let me tell you, anyone who conveniently and comfortably commits any of the works of the flesh, you are telling God that you are afraid of the devil instead of him. That is all. If you find it conveniently and comfortably to commit sexual immorality, you find it conveniently and comfortably to lie. You find it conveniently and comfortably to do all these things that have been listed in Galatians 5. You are not afraid of God. Because if you fear God, you will do his things. Anyone that you fear, you will carry out his orders. If you don't fear God, if you don't fear somebody, whatever the person does, or says, you choose to ignore it. 
You choose to rubbish it because you don't fear him. You don't have any reverence for him. You don't have any reverence. You don't have any respect for the person. Right? If you respect the person, if you honor the person, if you have a reverence for the person, what the person tells you, you will do it. Many people don't do the word of God. They don't carry out the instructions from God because they have no respect for him. Let me tell you, they think they respect God. You don't respect God well, because you came to church and you came to pray and because you came to church and you are pretending like you love him. That is always shows that you, you respect God. You respect God by what you say, by what you do, by what you are thinking. Your actions and inactions is what tells whether you respect God, you honor him, or you don't. That's why the Bible says, don't deceive yourself. And God can never be mocked. Whatever you plant, so shall you reap. Are you here with me, somebody? Whatever you sow, so shall you reap. So the works of the flesh is the sign that you are not afraid of God. You are not afraid of God. How can somebody, how can a young lady conveniently say, me, I want to only date married men? You don't fear God. People come to church. They sit under teachings. One hour. One and a half hours. Yet they leave church and they go straight into their girlfriend's bedroom. Go straight into their boyfriend's bedroom. And they commit sexual immorality and they have no shame. And they will come back the following week and say the grace is sufficient for me. Now there's something wrong with you. You think that is how grace is eh? You see people who are living together. They are not married though. Living like their husbands and wives. And they are in church. Nothing is breaking them. Hey, this thing that I'm doing. If Jesus comes today, I'm in trouble. They are comfortable. They say, oh, after all, this is life. This cannot be life. You cannot have a double standard life. The life that you, you, you show, the, the attitude you show in church. Oh, it's superb. Fantastic. But when we come and we see you in your house, we'll be wondering if they're the same person that we know. I mean, there are some people, when you see them in their private life, you wonder if they are the same people you met in church. The things they talk about. There are some conversations and there are some things never watch. I don't have any interest in it. And you find people they will sit in church. And yet, nothing has changed about them. I should tell you what they are afraid of. Amen. So the works of the flesh. So they are evident. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness. Idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outburst of wrath, selfish ambition, dissension, heresies, envy, murders, drunkness, reveries, and the like. And the like. So, if someone is sexually immoral, and then you, yours is that you like fighting, you like quarreling, you are the same skill. You cannot say because this one is sexually immoral and you, you, don't, you don't do that and that yours is to always be fight so you, you are okay. No, no, no. You are on the same scale. Every sin is sin. Say every sin is sin. There is no bigger sin or smaller sin. As long as, what is sin? I've shared with you, Hamatia. Sin means to fall short of the glory. As long as you are below the standard that God has set, it doesn't matter the kind of that standard. You are still the same as the other. Are you here with me, somebody? Are you here? So every time you you want to do something, 
you must ask yourself am i doing this as a re- as a response of my fear reverence and honor of god or i am doing it because i feel like doing it but if you feel like doing it then know that it's your flesh that will influence your decision Know that it is your flesh that will determine what you are saying. Know that it is your flesh that will give you words, that will give you ideas. But if you are doing it based on your fear of God, and the Holy Spirit will guide you. I pray that from today the Holy Spirit will guide you. Are you here with me? Revelation chapter number 21. Revelation chapter 21. Can we all read verse number 8 together? Revelation chapter 21. And then we're going to read verse number 8 together. Are you there? Alright. One to go. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderous, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Did you see that? So all those people who are busily doing the works of the flesh, they have a destination. They have a place. Their place is in the lake of fire. I get in. See, the lake of fire, the lake of fire we are talking about. He said it is a lake that is burning with brimstone. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's fire. So that all of you have seen a lake before. Lake Busumche. Uh, water lake big water it's not like it is moving so that like you would get some respite and then it's in a hole and then the, the, the lake will be burning and people will be inside and let me tell you something let me tell you something you see a lot of people think that they will go into the lake of fire with their spirit i have said this thing some time ago nobody's going to go into the lake of fire with their spirit now, what you don't know is that spiritual beings have a body. They have a spiritual body. God has a spiritual body. The term spiritual simply means unseen. In other words, it's unseen. You don't see it. So there is visible and invisible. There is natural and there is what? Spiritual. Okay? Now, God has two more or less two dimensional worlds one world is that it is visible to us another world is invisible to us but god made in such a way that even some of those who are in the invisible world they can see what is here in the visible world it is superior than this world are you getting what i'm saying it's superior than here now listen in the lake of fire it's your spirit that is going to be inside there and there's no use because spirits will never be affected by as in spirit as in like the if you want to go by the, the traditional definition of spirit as in wind uh, numa in the greek wind i mean the air is blowing around us imagine air or winds plural for the many people that are going to be in the lake of fire imagine they will quench the fire it's not possible that is why jesus said when he comes, he said, the dead who are in Christ, they will rise up. The dead that have become son, you understand? At the cemeteries, 
Everybody, every son in the cemetery represents somebody. We've forgotten the miracle of Ezekiel. When Ezekiel, God told him to raise the dry bones. Where did he get the flesh from? How did those people come back to life? In the same way, everybody who has died, on the day of accountability, everybody will come out from the ground. Those in the sea will come out. Those who died in the sea, they will come out. Those in the ground, they will come out. Wherever you died, then you, 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 whether you died on Mount Everest, and we didn't find, everybody will come out. And then your flesh will come back intact. You will stand before God in your flesh, in your body. After you don't meet the qualification to be in the kingdom of God, you are going into the lake of fire with a flesh, not with a spirit. That is how when you read, okay, all of the books in the Bible, Revelation, read Revelation, read it. The maggots are not going to come out from spirit. Maggots are going to come from flesh. Are you here with me? So the same flesh people are using to commit sexual immorality, we are telling them, child, stop, 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 they will stop. We enter into the lake of fire with the same body. And then the body will burn. And when the body is burning, you want to even die. But death has also been destroyed. According to 1 Corinthians 15, the last thing that shall be destroyed is death. So even death will die. You are not getting what I'm teaching you. Even death will die. So which death will come for you? Death has died. Now you want to die. There's no death again. This is the wages of sin. That is why everybody, you must stay away from sin. When you come to church, you come to church with a focused mind that I'm coming to receive a message that I'll go and leave. Don't come to church upset-minded. Your mind is somewhere. Your focus is somewhere. Your mind will with it all over the place. No. You come focused, receiving the word. Lord, I am going to leave this one. Because I fear you. Nobody, uh, see, that is why Jesus has not come. There are some people, Jesus, Jesus wants to come. And in fact, you will come to cut, you will cut the time short. If Jesus comes right now, look around you. If you want to cut check around yourself. Are you here with me in church? Praise the Lord. Take, 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 take. There are people around you take their life. How many people do you think will survive the loss? Are you here with me in church? That's why we must preach the gospel. That's why we must tell people. Because that experience of the lake of fire, nobody should. See, that place was prepared for Satan. That is his place, his ultimate destination. He knows where he's going. As for him, he, so if the, the temperature of the fire is 10 billion degrees for the devil, not meant for any human being, human beings are going to enjoy it. Because of what? If allow the devil to deceive. So when God said he has not given us the spirit of what? Cowardice. He doesn't want you to be a coward. Because all cowards will end up in destruction. Cowards will end up in the same place the sexual immoral will end up. The coward will end up in the same place the liar will end up. The coward will end up in the same place the murderer. All those people. The fact that someone killed someone and then you, you are a sexually immoral person. Doesn't mean that person is more sinful than you. You know, when somebody kills someone, say, hey, he's murdered someone. They should kill him. No. His, his sin is the same as you who is sleeping with someone you are not married to. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. If you fear God, 
you will know how to give a barrier. Like Joseph did. We read it last week. Joseph, the woman says, sleep with me. Sleep with me. Yeah, I will never sleep. The Bible says that he was feared. When you read the previous chapter, it says, Joseph feared God. The fear of God was in his heart. The woman wanted him to sleep with her. He said, never. I will never sleep with you. He ran away. Remember one of the definitions of fear? Flee. The Bible says we should flee what? Fornication. In other words, when you have the fear of God in you, it doesn't matter. Hey, maybe the girl, the girl wants you to do with her. But you say, no! I fear God! I'm running away. Please, I'm not ready to do this. Thing. Are you here with me, somebody? Yes. Anything that does not glorify God, you must be careful. Be very careful. The way you behave. The way you conduct yourself. What you are thinking. There are some thoughts people are having in their mind. Me, I'm not inside your mind. But the Holy Spirit is there. He knows what you are thinking about. He knows how you are doing everything. All this show you are doing to this lady. It's not because you love her. Because we want to sleep with her. He knows your mind. He knows your thoughts. And the day will come. That he will let you know that I am your master. Are you here with me in church? They have here God. Now, there are two components of fear that I want to bring to your attention. The first component of fear is that fear causes you to be terrified. Okay? Fear terrifies you. Fear causes you to be terrified. And the second attribute of fear is that it also causes you to flee or run away because of your reverence. Now, when someone is in sin, that is why that is when the person becomes terrified. So, you know, maybe you have been there before. Uh, anytime a very genuine born again person, person is in a why a person is and there's a consequence that is associated with my actions. Also, God forgive me. Are you getting the thing now? The day you 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 come out of a bed fornicating and you don't feel anything, you even want more. That day should tell you that you are out of the kingdom, so far from the presence of. God. There are some people they sin and they don't apologize. I've been not seen some before. Somebody can disrespect you, insult you, and will never apologize. Because there's no fear of God in their heart. The fear of God was, hey, no, hey, what I have done. No, 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 no. I'm terrified. Must go and I make amends. People they don't have any shame. They don't have any fear. Somebody will look into someone's eyes and lie to the person and, and defraud them of what they have. I'm a sitting chair, they say, man of God, have my thanksgiving. You know, you know, we, we live in a society. We don't even ask people where they get their money from. All that we care is that ah, financially we break it through. That's all we care. We don't care how people got the how they bought. You know that the work that this person is doing, they pay him only one thousand cities or whatever. Man, the, the person is driving a car worth fifty thousand, seventy thousand, and we don't care how the person even bought it. The person is taking um, personal development fund, bribe, aka bribe, taking it from people, and then getting money. And then has built a mansion. He said, hey, God, hey, God has been good. Did you get your money? 
We don't care to know. Okay. All these Yahoo Yahoo boys that are in town. You don't care. They will come to church. And they are flaunting. So, why did you get it? What work do you do? I said, God cannot bless you. God can bless you abundantly. He can bring you money from every corner of the world. But your reverence for him will not make you wanting to cheat someone to get what you want. It's not about us. It's not about me. It's about the glory of God between me and you. When I have a relationship with you, I must make sure that the glory of the Lord is revealed. I'm not revealing the glory of God if, you know, you are, you are, you are friends to a female lady and they are thinking, Atalek, and I have my way with you. There are some, there are some guys, they cannot stay around a girl one minute without thinking about something else. When they see a lady, all that they are thinking, their mind is there. You see, their mind is so, it's a decayed mind. Their mind is decaying. A pro. They are not pro. Into all the mind, all the thinking. There's no fear of God. Then I have money. I can do what I want. I can have as many girlfriends that I want. No, no, you are going to the lake of fire. The lake of fire is being. Is, you see, no one has gone in there first. God is so energizing the. the the energy waves in the fire are punishing. The day people will step inside, realize that, ah, had I known, I shouldn't have come this far. You will not die if you don't commit sin. You didn't hear what I said? I said, you will not die if you don't commit sin. Because anywhere sin is, death is also there. Huh? Death is the secretary of sin. As soon as you sin, Death has now written your name in his book. He said, I have a candidate. And then he will start working. If I realize, boom! And then death will hit you. And then you flee. Anyone that has a fear of God, wherever there is sin, you run away. You don't stay there. You have all your friends are chacha bed, soccer bed people. You are not shy. These are your friends. These are your friends. No. You know there are some people, eh? Sometimes I laugh. I laugh. I laugh a lot. There are some people, it's, it's as if when they don't have a lot of money, like, 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 like it's, it's, it's better they don't have a lot of money than to have money. But the moment they have some small money, they change. They realize that all the things that are in their heart, that they have been wanting to do all those years that they were eating gari and, and beans. Now they start, ah, right now I have money. Hey, right now I can do what I want to do. So, the fear of God will give you wisdom to know how to use what you have. In the days that you don't have anything, don't be thinking, you see, because you see, your heart, eh, let me tell you, your heart, your heart, your heart can never lie. Your heart, it will not. Out of the abundance of the heart, you shall be exposed. So usually, for you to know someone's real attitude, don't, don't try and look at the person when the person doesn't have anything. Look at the person when the person has a lot. There are some people when they don't have any job. Oh, they are possible. Oh, possible. They get a job. Their shoulders go like this. I can't talk to me like that. I can't talk to me like that. I can't talk to you like that. How like do I talk to you? 
Don't you know I'm a big you are a big man? All the big man that you are, where have you taken? Because you had a job. Or because you did what? No way. That is why you must. You see, that's why the first thing that happens to us when we get born again is that God fixes the heart. So whether you have plenty or you don't have plenty, always the fear of God guides you. Are you here with me, somebody? To respect. There are some people, the moment they get something, they start respecting people. No. Whether you have a lot or you don't have a lot, your respect for people must be constant. Because of my fear of God, I, 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 I might be richer than you. That doesn't mean I can talk to you anyhow. Or disrespect you. And not because you don't have more than me. And then, oh, you are, you are showing all this camera home. I see that, and in your mind, you are thinking, hey, when I get money like this man, I will show him. So it is in your heart, too. You are planning, you are planning, planning, planning. And because God also wants to prove to you that this is the wickedness in your heart, He will bring you some resources and voila! You begin to show this attitude that is in your heart. And I pray that you will not be like that. Because those of us who live in the Spirit, as long as you have the Spirit's life, what happens is that you fear God. You honor Him so much. So your relationship with one another is not determined by the actions of whoever you are relating to. But our relationship with people is dependent of our reverence to our God, our reverence to our Father, and then we honor people based on our relationship with Him. Shout a good amen, somebody. So I want to give you benefits of fearing God. I want to give you six benefits when you fear God. Number one, when you fear God, you walk in His blessings. You are blessed when you fear God. There's one benefit that a lot of people they are praying for, but they are not walking in the fear of God, so they are not seeing it. Psalm 115. Psalm 115, verse number 30. Psalm 115, verse number 13. Are you there? Alright, let me read it. Psalm 115, verse 13. It says, He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. He didn't say amen. Say He will bless those who fear God, both small and great. So the blessing of the Lord is not determined by how great you are. Or how small you are. As long as you can fear God, anyone is a candidate to walk in the blessing. Ephesians 1 3 says, We have been blessed with all spiritual blessings, heavenly places, isn't it? Yes. Now, if you are walking in that blessing, then it's an indication that you are carrying the fear of God. Are you getting it? You are carrying the fear of God. So the benefit of walking in the fear is that you are always flowing in the blessing. When you are taking yourself out of the fear of God, let me tell you, things will now become dodgy for you. It's not that God will curse you. God will not curse you. But you will not be experiencing the blessing the way you should experience. Amen. Because every time you walk in the blessing, layer upon layer, God what continues to increase you. He gives you more of himself so that you will increase. I get in it. That is the work of the fear of God. 
Anyone that has the fear of God, you walk in the blessings of God. Two. We're going to stay in Proverbs for a while. The second benefit is that you have long life. Say long life. Proverbs chapter 10. Proverbs chapter number 10. Can we read verse number 27? Are you here with me? Proverbs chapter number 10. I read verse number 27. If you are there, let's read it together. One to go. The fear of the Lord prolongs days, but the years of the wicked will be shortened. Did you see that? So the fear of God increases your what? Your days. Long life. Look at the posters around. You see some. Look at this young boy we were told that died recently. What is his name? The, the, the foster, the, the baron or whatever done. So 17 years. Who, who grown foster? Dead. 17 years. 17 years. Yeah. No, when you read the Bible, people were even dying 300 years, 500 years, 280 years. Today, how many people do you see in the world that are living for 120 years, 250 years? Like, me live for 200 years. Why? I'm a Tusala. That's what they were saying. It is possible. It is possible. Read your Bible. Some people started having children at age 260 years. When he got to 260 years, <laughs> that is why he had his first child. 260 years. Today, you find people 20 years, they want to have children. <laughs> 20 years, they want to start producing. 260 years. That's why he had the first child. Long life. Say long life. I have it in abundance. When you fear God, you it shall prolong what will kill other people easily can never kill you because God is, is watching over your life, keeping you long life, increasing your days as you are growing, so shall your strength also be. I keep on telling some of us, if you think we will die today, you are wasting your time. Ah, death is even afraid of us. Yeah, I, I said that listen, there are two ways to meet God. Either you die or you are raptured. I like the second one. I like the rapture. I don't, I don't want to die to go and meet God. No, no. That experience, then my body will decay and then it will blast. Boom. I don't like that one. I don't like it. Oh, you like that one? You like it? Yeah, I don't like it too. I'm standing here. I say I don't like it. I don't want my body to die. If, if God thinks that... I want, he wants me to leave this world. Then he should rapture me. At least he did it to set. So he should rapture me. Hey, that's how it is. I don't want to go through death. That experience, I've, I, told, I shared my story with you. I've tasted death twice. And when I came back to my body, I realized that, ah, death is not a good thing. When I came back and I entered my body, all my senses came alive. I said, oh. It feels good to hear. It feels good to see. 
Because in the realm of death, absolute dark. You don't you don't see anything. You don't. I mean, total darkness. You want that? You want to be put in the fridge? Are you fish? You want to be put in the fridge? Nah, 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 nah. Tell me about nah, 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 nah. If you want to die there, don't say so about me. I don't want to. Yeah, I want to be raptured. That is my faith. And I have been saying this thing for many years. And I will not stop saying it because I believe that God can rapture me if he wants to. If he did it to someone who was not born again, how much more me? When Jesus was going to heaven, how did he go? Did he go through that? If Jesus died and didn't come back to life, and then we said, that, oh, he went to heaven. Everybody would say that when you die, you go to heaven. And he was brought back to life. And the Bible said that he was ascended. And they saw him with their eyes going up. And the clouds came. That is how every proper Holy Spirit filled person must go back home. It shall be your story in Jesus' name. Yeah. Wickedness is why people die early. There are some people you say that, ah, well, there's only, or, or, or you're a good person. Uh-uh. Take their heart first. Don't look at what people do outside to just conclude the statement. Some people, their heart is full of wickedness. That's why they are dying. Sin. Sin. Two. Three. Sorry. No, no, wait, wait. There's another verse in Proverbs 19, 23. We must read. Proverbs 19. Verse number 23. We must all read this one together. Proverbs 19, 23. Please, if you are there, let me read it. One to go. The fear of the Lord leads to life. And he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil. Ah, I declare by Allah that from today, evil shall not find you. I say evil shall not visit you. Evil shall not find you. In the name of Jesus. When you fear God. You will see life. You shall be satisfied after today. I say you shall enjoy satisfaction. You shall be satisfied with money. Satisfied with plenty. Satisfied with joy. Satisfied with peace. Satisfied with long life. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said, with long life shall he satisfy me. Shall be satisfied with long life. We are not here in this one. I saw this church. We don't bury people young. You didn't say amen. You cannot be living the straight life and die. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We don't, we don't bury people. You can't. People have been, we don't bury people. People have been working with me. They have never died. You will not, you will not die once I'm here. What are you talking about? No, no, no. We don't want. See, this is what it means to be born again. Born again is not just you. I'm quite sorry. I'm going to check. No, 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 no. It's a life you must live. You must live it. Jesus defeated death, came back to life, and said, "Okay, I'm going back to the Father. How are we going to go? Oh, don't worry. You saw him. And that's what it means by rapture. That is what every believer is waiting. Isn't also every believer is waiting that one day you'll be raptured. And see, and the Bible said, those who have died, why, why are they not going to go to heaven through death? 
and that they will, what, they will come back from the grave and go and meet God. According to 1 Thessalonians 5. Why would they come from the grave? Nobody sees God dead. You didn't hear what I said. You cannot see God dead. You must see God alive. See, even if you are dead, when you meet God, you come back to life because he is life. Ah, you are not here. I said, nobody sees God dead. You must see God alive. And you are When you die and you meet God, you come back to life. He will talk to you as a living person. He will talk to you alive so that he will tell you what you want to know. That is the beauty of the spirit life. God will satisfy you. Whatever you lack in your life, he will satisfy you. I say he will satisfy you. I, oh, shut a better amen. I say he will satisfy you. He will satisfy you. Amen. You will have long life. Three. When you fear God, you will receive riches and honor. Say riches. How many people want to be rich? We all want to be rich. <laughs> we all want to be rich. And it begins by the fear of God. Again, we are in Proverbs. Proverbs 22. Proverbs 22. We are reading verse number 4. Proverbs chapter 22. Verse number 4. Can we read it together? One to go. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Amen. So when you fear God, it's impossible to fear God and remain poor. You didn't hear what I just said. I said it's impossible to fear God and remain what? Poor. Hey, see, everywhere you find poverty, you find a lack of fear of God. Many people who are poor, they have they don't like doing spiritual things. You tell them give, they will not give. You tell them come to church, they will not come to church. You tell them let's pray, they will not pray. You tell them go for evangelism, they will not do. You tell them love your neighbor, they will not love. You tell them don't do this, they will not do. Whatever you tell them, they will not do. Yet they want to be rich. But poverty is upon the one who doesn't fear God. Take, read from Genesis to Revelation. Take the life of anyone who fear God. They were prospered. Take their lives. If you don't have money in your pocket, before you start complaining, God give you money. Take your attitude. Take your heart if you fear God. It's the fear of God that makes you rich. Yeah. Uh, I just said something very thinking. Yes, the blessing is connected to the fear of God. So when you fear God, the blessing is coming for you to be rich. Are you here with me? If I make up my mind that God, for the rest of my days, I will never do anything that does not bring you glory. And you bring God's attention to it. I tell you, God will never, never allow you to live a life of empty. Ever. Because he knows that you now, you honor him. He knows that you reverence him. He knows that you respect him. He knows that you are for him. And so far as you are for him, he too, he will be for you. What did the Bible say? Didn't David say in the book of Psalms? He said, delight yourself in the things of the Lord and it will give you your heart desire. The moment you focus on God, what do you need? You need a house, he will give you. What do you need? You need a car, he will give you. You need what? Whatever you need, as soon as the fear of God takes the first stage in your life, whatever you need will follow. But God knows that you fear him. He said, Abraham, now I know you fear me. He said, Abraham, now I know you fear me. 
Ah, blessing, I will bless you. Multiply, I will multiply you. Increase, I will increase you. Because now I know you fear me. The moment you fear God, He will bless you. He will prosper you. He will multiply you. He will increase you. Ah, you will never struggle in life. Anyone who struggles a lot in life, the fear of God is not there. I'm telling you. I've been saying recently, I said there's a difference between work and hard work. When you work so hard, and you are working without God. God gives us work, simple work. Adam, go and till the ground. The Bible says, even before there was a man who till the ground, what happened? God caused what mist to water the flowers. So, God had a mechanism to even help Adam work. Adam's work was small. And when he sinned, say now, sorry Adam, what? Sweat before you eat. So when you see people sweating, working hard, and they have nothing to show for, it's a sign that they are not working under the blessing. I'm telling you. I, I, saw, I saw a guy, what, what, three days ago, whatever, as soon as I saw him, my heart got sad. I said, ah, the guy was carrying some load. And I was asking, him, how much will he be paid? They are working hard. And they have, to the marketplaces, a lot of people who work hard, they don't have any money. Have any money? The people who don't work so hard, they are the ones controlling the cash. Oh, you don't know. The bosses are the ones controlling the cash, and those who are working hard, giddy giddy, wake up 3 a.m. and go and sweep the office, they don't have anything. That is why, if you're a Christian, you must change your mentality about work. Change it. Any work that you are doing that you are working so hard and you are not getting anything, that's a reassess it. You need to think and reassess it. Because you are not supposed to. You are supposed to work. Simple work. Simple. He said, whatever you do, it shall prosper. Whatever your hands touch, it shall prosper. And your key, it is, it is your banker. That whatever you do prospers. When you fear God. If you do anything that has no God in it. Uh, long process. Long process. Something that must start today and finish tomorrow. It will take 1,000 years. But it shall never be your story in Jesus' name. I said, I change that narrative about your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Say, I am rich. Second Corinthians 8, the Bible talks about the fact that we are rich in Christ. Say, I am rich. Say, I am rich. Four. When you fear God, you always have trouble free life. He didn't say amen. Trouble free life. In the same book of Proverbs. Let's go to chapter 28. Proverbs 28. Are you there? Proverbs chapter 28. I read verse number 14. Happy is the man who is always reverent. But he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. So the one, the word reverence also means fear. So the one who is always walking in the fear of God, you will not be in the same calamity that the one who does not fear God is. That is the trouble-free life. When you are in the trouble-free life, it shows that 
you are what walking in the word fear of god he said the one who hardens the heart the one who is always doesn't fear god always doing stubborn things disobedient thing he said that's people calamity you know calamity everyday problems everyday problems you wake up in the morning ah who you be asked you fine and they bring the problem you don't understand what is what is going on you think that someone has taken you somewhere no take your life the moment you switch lane and you come into the fear of the lord what's going to happen is that calamity will be far away from you and i speak this over your life that calamity will never come to you in the mighty name of jesus where people always get trouble you'll find peace i say you'll find peace amen number five when you walk in the fear of the lord you will always have divine protection say divine protection say divine protection psalm 33 Psalm 33. Psalm number 33. I read from verse number 18. Psalm 33, verse number 18. It says, Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy, to deliver their souls from death. And to keep them alive even in famine. Did you hear that? Yeah. God's eyes is upon those who fear him. When God is watching over you, who can affect you? Divine protection. Divine protection. What did the devil say about Job? When God asked him, Have you considered my servant Job? That he's righteous. There's no one like him on earth. He's a very famous, powerful man. Satan said, ah, my God, it's because you have built a hedge around him. It's because you are protecting him. That is why I have not touched him. God, the devil cannot touch anyone that God protects. Ah, I said the devil cannot touch anyone that, the, that God protects. From day one, COVID came into this world. Has anyone been positive in this church? Uh, has anyone tested positive in this church? There are many places covid positive positive whatever we stood there we declare this church is that it is the beauty of god that disease can never find here we never also enter here god eye god's eyes is, is on those who fear him so he's always protecting you i see god building a hedge around you i said god is building a protection around you a wall of protection around you a wall of protection around you in the mighty name of jesus one day one of us but is no more here is travel he said Amabes came to his area they stole the the house to the right to the left but the Amabes couldn't come into his house divine protection no Amabes can attack you i said no no thief can attack you no, I didn't say good. I said, no arm robber can attack you. In that same bus that you are traveling inside, if there are arm robbers on the road, because of you, when you get there, the arm robbers will run away. I said, they shall run away. They shall run away. They shall run away. They shall run away. In the mighty name of Jesus. We are not ordinary people. Say, I am not ordinary. I am not just a human being. See, God's eyes are upon me. 
is watching over you. The devil wants to destroy you. Say, hey, 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 touch not my anointed. Touch not my child. I don't touch him. Too many, too many believers are afraid. They are full of fear of the devil. Hey, hey. No. Instead of you being afraid of the devil, be afraid of God. When you fear God, he will watch over you. Your business is protected. Ah, somebody says that when I put my money down, I don't know what happens. Then the money disappears from today. Your money is protected. I say your business is protected. Your monies are protected. Hey, your property is protected. Your house is protected. Your children are protected. Hey, your education is protected. In the mighty name of Jesus. No devil can take anything from you. We will not allow him to tell us what to believe and what to not to believe. God is watching over you. Hey, God is watching over me. God is watching over me. Divine protection. So, you see, when you look at all these benefits, why should you say me? I don't want to fear God. I like fornicating. I like stealing. I like lying. I like drinking. I like gambling. There is nothing compared to this world than what you get. Ah, people who are in the world, they have money. They go and get bodyguards to protect them. Yet, they still kill them. Still shoot them to pack Shako. You remember that guy to pack to pack that guy, very, very rich. He had bodyguards, yet they shot him and killed him. Many people have bodyguards, bodyguards, so they feel they feel secured by their bodyguards. They forget that those bodyguards too are humans like him. That when the guns that those who want to kill him are bigger than the bodyguards, the bodyguards can run away and leave him. The bodyguards will run away and leave them and they'll kill you. And when you are divinely protected. Ah! I told you my story. In Takrade, armed robbers came. They attacked me. I didn't have anybody. The people I was working with, they all fled and left me. They pulled a knife for me. But my divine protector came. My divine protector came. He came, he released an angel, and the people who wanted to harm me, they rather begging me. It shall be your story that anyone that wants to harm you, they will come begging, 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 they will come begging. in the mighty name of Jesus. God is my divine protector. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not afraid of this. I work at night, I go for prayer work at night. I don't say, Hey, it is too late. What if somebody steals from me? Ah, 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 ah. You cannot approach me because I carry a presence. I carry a presence. I carry a presence. When you come with your evil, the light of the spirit will repel you. It shall repel you. It shall repel you in the name of Jesus. He said, mark your doorpost. And when the enemy comes, it shall pass over you. I see the enemy passing over you. The enemy passing over you. The enemy passing over you. In the name of Jesus, Corona shall pass over you. Poverty shall pass over you. Pain shall pass over you. Problems shall pass over you. Whatever the devil is doing, he shall pass over you. He shall pass over you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Satan, have a divine protector. I have a divine protector. What is my protector? He's my bodyguard. He's my bodyguard. Emmanuel. The Bible says, God is with me. If God is with me, then who should you be afraid of? 
You should not be afraid of any demon. You should not be afraid of any man. He said, he said, who is man? What can man do to me? What can man do to me? What human being born of a woman can do anything to me? God is protecting you. Hey, when you enter into that market place, they are buying, they are buying, they are buying. They can come and plant the juju. Let them plant the juju. Let them plant the ritual. But it will never work. All of their juju is being destroyed. All of their juju is being destroyed. Whatever they have gone for to work against you, I say it shall not work. In the mighty name of Jesus it shall not work it shall not work too many believers are afraid of what they have God is watching over you as you are here his eyes are upon you he says his eyes are upon the sparrow he watches over us he, he makes sure the birds they will eat he makes sure the fields the grass they will grow how much for you how much for you how much more you? He will protect you. I say he will protect you. 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 That sickness will never kill you. I say that disease will never kill you. It will never come into your body. Never. If God put a head around Job and that Job could not touch him, that should tell you. Too many believers think that ah, it is me. It is me. No, God has put a head around me. I sit in Trotro, I sit in Tarsus, I sit in whatever. We are not afraid. They say, oh, hey. one day, one day, you know, when I was going to pick the, kid, the kids, as soon as I packed and I got down, another parent packed by me, and the parent sneezed. When he sneezed, he said, oh, sorry, sir, sorry, sir. And I laughed. And then he quickly put on his nose mask and said, in these days of Corona, you don't sneeze like that. And I said, oh, forget it. Some of us, we've gone past this kind of fear, this fear mongering of the devil. We don't, we don't, we go past it. We go past it. Feel free and do your thing. He looked at me, I said, feel free and do your thing. Because of you, you will not sneeze. I feel free. Some of us, our bodies, eh, they are various resistant bodies. You, are, you don't get what I'm telling you. Say, my body, no, put your hands on your body. Say, my body is a virus resistant body. Say, my body is a disease-repelling body. Say, my life is a disease-repelling life. Ah. No, 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 I'm sicko. I'm sicko. No, 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 we don't have that kind of life. I have divine protection. Amen, somebody. And that is why you must fear God. And number, number six, the very, the very, very final one. When you fear God, you become a law-abiding citizen in the kingdom. First John chapter number three. First John chapter number three. First John chapter number three, verse four. First John chapter number three, verse four. Say, so whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins. And in him, there is no sin. Simple. In Christ, there is no sin. He took away sin. So if Jesus took away sin, then it means he took away lawlessness. So in other words, you have become the law. You don't need the law of the old. You have even become the law itself because you are law abiding. 
Sin will not have dominion over you when you fear God. Sin will never have dominion over you. Say, sin shall not be my master. Say, I have a new master. Jesus is my master. Uh, don't let sin intimidate you. And don't let sin affect you. This is what you get when you fear God. Sin is not a problem. You know, there are some people who say, ah, hey, it's very, very hard to, to be a Christian. You know, it's not hard. It's very beautiful. The problem is that you have not understood yet the life that you have. You are not living a life. You see, when you don't understand anything, the thing becomes hard. Anything that, if, if you learn something in school, and you go to examination, and you didn't understand that subject, when it comes as a question, it becomes a difficult question. Because you didn't understand. But if you understand that topic, and the question comes, ah, that will be the first thing you will answer. Because there's understanding. Christianity is not difficult. What many people don't have is understanding of the life we have. That is why they think that it's a very difficult thing to be a Christian. It's never difficult. Is it a difficult thing for you to eat food? Because you are a Ghanaian. You understand that it's your, it's your, it's your food. So it's not difficult for you to eat. Some of you, if I bring you onion soup, onion soup, you will vomit. Very, very hard for you to, to take onion soup. Because you don't understand why you must take onion soup. It's not your, it's not your style. The same way, if an American comes and you give him correct ebunebunu uh, with snails and, and things inside, you say, what is this? It says, oh! But they don't understand. The health benefit of ebunebunu. Hey, mommy, ebunebunu. I'm in the spirit. Amen. Ebunebunu. Yeah. They will not eat it, but they don't have understanding. Amen. Yeah. When you have understanding of the life you have in Christ, it doesn't become difficult for you again. You will not find it difficult not to walk in sin. Ah, because you don't have that life of sin. You've come out of the flesh, you are not living in the spirit, and your spirit is controlling your flesh. Your flesh will do what your spirit tells it to do. This is how beautiful it is. Tell your neighbor, stop living in your flesh and start living in the spirit. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.